You don't need special gadgets to be a hero. With unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere, the Capital One Quicksilver card makes you the hero of every purchase. Whether it's headphones, a lounge chair, or even a well-deserved massage, whatever the Quicksilver purchase, you're the hero. No fighting bad guys, getting in epic car chases, or parachuting out of buildings required. Simple, isn't it? The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Kaka, welcome to the podcast. This is Josh. There's Chuck. Kaka. That's right. That's our best turkey. Yeah, that was not a turkey. Yes, it was. I believe that was the signal uh, that the the police are coming. That Owen Wilson used in Bottle Rocket. Kaka. That's right. Yeah. Nice. Sorry. Nice hipster reference, Chuck. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I thought that made me a big nerd. No, no. That's, it was a cool movie, and everybody should know about it. Yeah. Um, so Turkeys. Sh- turkeys. Yes, mm-hmm. let's talk. I'm not saying it. Say it. No. Let's, let's talk turkey. Damn. Okay, so uh, <laughs> we are talking turkey. Uh-huh. Um, it's almost Thanksgiving. Yes, it is. And I'm, I'm getting a little hungry. Yeah. It's my favorite holiday. Yeah. Is it really? Uh-huh. That's weird. Is it? Yeah. What's well, yours? Arbor Day? Flag Day. Flag Day? <laughs> no, really. Uh, Thanksgiving's your favorite holiday. Yeah. Why? Well, uh, I enjoy the, the, the rituals of the football. Mm-hmm. I like the meal. Yeah. I like the, the sentiment behind it, giving thanks mm-hmm. and being thankful. What about presents? You get no presents on Thanksgiving. Uh, my present is being off work for a few days and laying around and uh, drinking <laughs> Uh <laughs> That is, that's, that is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I had no idea, Chuck, and, and fantastic. You were the first person I've ever met whose favorite holiday was Thanksgiving. Well, that's you cool. Get out more. My collection is growing more replete. What's your favorite holiday, though? Christmas. Really? Oh, yeah. I like Christmas, too, but there's the whole, uh, you know, shopping thing and the greed of uh, the companies. It's all, it taints it a bit, in my opinion. The greed is only, it only goes as far as you let it. You know, true, true. If you buy somebody a present you think is appropriate and not right. too excessive, they're not going to like shove it back in your face right. and say, you take this back and double what you paid for it. Right. Yeah. I just mean more along the lines of the consumerism as a whole. No, I understand. But yeah, I'm not, I'm off my soapbox. Well, let's, let's get back to Chuck's favorite holiday, yeah. Thanksgiving. And, um, actually everything you know about Thanksgiving is wrong. Me? Everybody. Everybody. Most people. Right. Well, actually, I shouldn't say most things. You know those elementary school pageants that you know a lot of us are going to be forced to go watch this season, sure, or have seen already. Mm-hmm. Scarily enough, those are actually fairly accurate. Yeah, as far as the uh, the pilgrims and the Native Americans sitting down together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is very much the bare bones of the story. Right, the wardrobe is off. Apparently, yeah, no buckles. Pilgrims didn't wear the. They don't look like the Quaker Oats guy, or they apparently they only wore black and white on Sunday. Yeah. And the yeah. buckles, again, didn't come into fashion until about 50 or 60 yeah. years later. Much later. Yeah. Um, 
so the buckles you you almost never saw a um, you know the cartoon turkeys dressed like a pilgrim. Very rarely did you see that in North America in the 17th century. Right. Um, I've been working on that one. It gets no laughs ever. You want to repeat it? <laughs> we'll move on. Might be funnier the second time. So yeah, there was there was a guy named Squanto. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There were Puritan settlers, right. aka the Pilgrims, and they did sit down for a feast. Yep. And they landed on Plymouth Rock. Yeah. There was a lot more to the story, though. All right. So uh, you want me to give you a little background here, Chuck? Please do. Okay. So basically, the the Puritans, and it wasn't just the Puritans who settled Plymouth. Um, there was actually another group called the Strangers who thought the Puritans were complete religious wackos. Really? Oh, yeah. They they did not really get along very well. Uh-huh. Um, but they were all in it together. They called themselves the Strangers? Uh, no, I think the Puritans called them the Strangers. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of them were Catholic. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, they, all, they were all in it together because they were all in deep. Mm-hmm. Really, really big trouble. When they landed, it was November 1620. Right. So they showed up just in time for a harsh northeastern winter. Yeah. Um, and within ideal. the first four months, 48 of the first of the original 100 people died. Yeah. We're talking dying of exposure, of starvation, like horrible ways to die. Yeah. And the people who survived the winter weren't much better off than yeah, the imagine. ones who died. Yeah, they still had no shape. idea what they were doing. Like, they brought some uh, types of grain with them that wouldn't grow in North America. Right. Um, They didn't know what they were getting into at all. No, no. They They wouldn't have said, hey, let's land in Massachusetts in November. I bet it's nice. Exactly. Um, So there was one big stroke of luck that would actually prove to be enormous luck. Um, They found a deserted um, Wapanoag uh, settlement uh, called Pawtucket. Right. Uh, Pawtucket actually... Abandoned is a bad word. It's um, actually it was deserted because pretty much the entire population had been decimated by smallpox, uh-huh. which was courtesy of um, English explorers and traders who'd come through and said, "Hey, and here's some smallpox." Right. right. Thanks for that. So um, it was it was abandoned. It was deserted. There was no one living there. Basically, just bones laying around. But the structures were still there. So the pilgrims move into this village. Now, it just so happens that a guy named Squanto. Mm-hmm. Had grown. That was his home village. That's where he'd grown up. Right. But he wasn't there when the smallpox hit, or else he would have likely died with everybody else. Right. He was actually in England. There was a, depending on who you ask, he was either sponsored by an English trader and sent to England to be educated, or he was shipped to England as a slave, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't know this, but the Puritans actually uh, helped set off the uh, slave trade in North America. Before we visited Africa, we used Native Americans as slaves, and we shipped them back to England commonly. Um, Either way, Squano was educated in England, and he'd been away from several years. He comes home to his home village to find a bunch of white people squatting there. Right. But it just so happens that this group of white people are starving. They're on the verge of death. And all of a sudden, one of the handful of Native Americans who can speak English on the North American continent at that time show up out of the wilderness and says, let me help. It's crazy how it worked out like that. Well, you can imagine the Puritans viewed this as, they viewed Squanto as being sent by God. Right. Which actually ended up justifying centuries of, you know, genocide and all that. Right. um, Because we were meant to be here, clearly. Sure. And you kind of have to wonder that if um, Squanto had been given a flash of the future, would he have... Helped out, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, sure, we have internet and menthol cigarettes, 
but at what cost? Right. You know, it makes you wonder if he would have you know, just kind of walked away back into the woods like, good luck. Right. Suckers. Those 50 may have died and uh, changed the course of, you know, American history for oh, sure. Oh, irrevocably. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So um, he helps them. He basically teaches the Puritans how to survive in North America. Right. How to farm, what to grow. Mm-hmm. Get corn. Corn. Big one. Yeah, huge. Which we both know yeah. is enormous. <laughs> and um, let's see, uh, how to hunt deer, uh-huh. how to harvest shellfish. Right. Um, and Sap from maple trees. Yes. That kind of thing. So he he he, he saves this group of people. And um, it is true that uh, out of respect uh, for his help, and, and by this time, Squanto had been uh, adopted by or absorbed into a nearby uh, Wapanoag tribe. Right. Um, so out of gratitude, they invited Squanto and his family for a celebratory feast. Yeah. Which was the first Thanksgiving. Exactly. And that's the one that you'll see in uh, elementary schools around the country this uh, November. And uh, historians think that... Um, it actually did take place in the fall, mm-hmm. so that that much is on par. It's not probably not wasn't the fourth Thursday in Thanksgiving, and I doubt if they watched any football, or maybe they did. Sports were involved. Yeah, yeah. Hey Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Hey everybody, it's time to talk about Squarespace, and in particular, Squarespace's Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system only from Squarespace. It makes it easier than ever for anybody to unlock unbreakable creativity. That's right. That's because you start with a best-in-class website template, then you customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. You can stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Yep, you can use your site to easily sell custom merch through your online store. You can upload, organize, and access all your content from one place with your asset library. And those amazing website templates are all flexible with designs for every category and use case. That's right. So just go to squarespace.com stuff for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code stuff to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Uh, and they they said they probably based the um, the the dinner on uh, the Native American right. uh, meal plan, which I did a little research into that. Well, let's hear it, Chuck. And if you want to honor your uh, our Native American uh, uh, friends here in this Thanksgiving, then you can sit down and have a, a traditional Native American meal of a bean soup. Sounds okay, nice. Okay, yeah. A fried mash. Nice. Not quite sure what that is. I think. Uh, uh, Smush corn with probably corn. like milk added. Sounds or something. good. Yeah. Uh, you can roast yourself a rabbit. 
Oh yeah, and uh, chow down on some mutton stew and a little sheep's head. And I would eat all that. I would try sheep's head. I never have. Yeah, I, but I would happily eat all the rest of it. Yeah, and that that would be a, a traditional, uh, or you know, those foods are traditional Native American foods. Yeah, there is there's one, and and like Chuck said, the this this much more this first Thanksgiving much more followed the the Native Americans' tradition of Thanksgiving. Um, had it followed the the Puritans' version of Thanksgiving, there would have been a lot of um, praying. And not dancing, and uh, basically just standing around being very solemn. Right. Um, and the Puritans had days of Thanksgiving like crazy. Um, the Native Americans in the Northeast, the um, Algonquin-speaking peoples, they celebrated it six times a year. Right. And one of them was the harvest. Sure. Which is actually found world round. Yeah, the bunch of ancient cultures uh, and recent cultures celebrated harvest uh, thanksgivings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um that's that's actually kind of what we do today. We still kind of celebrate it a little more like the right. uh the Indian version than the uh Puritan version. Mm-hmm. So um that's the story of the first thanksgiving, right? And uh basically it led to I've read I've read analysis on it and people speculate that the the Puritans were grateful, but at the same time they did see Squanto sent by God, right? So, like he had no choice in it, and ultimately they were kind of getting along because they were about the only English in the area, and the, they were vastly outnumbered by the Native Americans. Exactly. Well, within twenty years, the children of both of these groups who were seated at the first Thanksgiving dinner were murdering one another in mm-hmm. King Philip's War, and that was the beginning of that. Right. So let's flash forward a little bit, shall we? To the official. Uh Thanksgivings? Yeah, the way we recognize it. Right. Well, if you're talking about officially recognized, George Washington started that. Yeah, that's the sporadic Thanksgiving celebrations. Right. That marked, actually, sadly, a lot of them marked um, victories over native tribes. Yeah. Um, and Just, yeah, considering how things got started, it's that's quite a uh, kick in the face. Yeah. Ultimately, if you are descended from a immigrant from the east specifically a European immigrant, and mm-hmm. you're here in the U.S. and you celebrate Thanksgiving, sadly, what you're really giving thanks for is being on the winning side. Right. You know? Um, the, the Native Americans don't necessarily take Thanksgiving the same way that uh, people of Anglo descent or European descent in general do. Um, there's actually a day of mourning that they celebrate. Right. Yeah. Near Plymouth. Yes. Just to drive the point home. Yeah. Pl- they didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on them. Right. That's the saying. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but our modern version of Thanksgiving actually comes from a magazine editor. Uh huh. Right? Now, Chuck was saying, George Washington, he said, let's just consolidate all these Thanksgiving days into one. Right. It didn't really take off, though, but he was the, he was the first one to say it. A, a, a magazine editor named Sarah Hale, mm-hmm. um, started this letter writing campaign. Now, she had actually come across the two surviving documents that described the first Thanksgiving. So she got some of it That's right. That's pretty cool. Um, but she really romanticized it and embellished it. Yeah. Um, and gave us what we think of when we think of Thanksgiving today. Exactly. You know, and what the little kids in elementary school are putting on. It all basically came from this magazine editor's imagination. Right. Um, take pumpkin pies, for example. I'd love to. I love pumpkin pies. I do too. And I'm grateful that they're part of uh, Thanksgiving. Me I'm too. thankful for it. Um, but. Did you know that it was literally impossible that pumpkin pies were part of the first Thanksgiving? Do you want to know why? My guess would be that there were no pumpkins. There were pumpkins. Okay. Pumpkins are a kind of squash. And there was squash no pie? And squash is native to North America. There was pie, 
But it, Europeans knew how to make pie. So what's the problem then? They probably didn't have the flour. Uh, they probably didn't have the milk. Even if they did, mm-hmm. still, a year after they'd been there, the pilgrims hadn't managed to build a functioning oven yet. Right. So it's literally impossible that they had pies. And I know they didn't have the Cool Whip to dollop on top. Definitely not. Yeah. Oil or cream? Right. Yeah. Cream. That's my that's my vote. Agreed. So Lincoln uh, ratifies uh, and makes it the really official everyday he, I think he made it the last day Thursday. of. Uh, no, I think he made it the last, the last day, day okay. of November. But it was from Sarah Hale. From Sarah Hale's yeah. letter writing campaign, right? And then the Thursday thing came along. Uh, I think Franklin Roosevelt moved it up a week, and I love this part. He they actually started calling it Franksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's just to kind of chide him a little bit because he changed it up. Yeah, why did he? Uh, for Christmas shopping, I believe. Yeah, he did it because the big. National retailers were lobbying him to extend the Christmas shopping season. Right. And uh, they did. Should we talk about turkey? Let's talk. Yes. Let's Since talk about turkey. About turkey. Yeah. I know you refuse to say talk turkey. I love it. <laughs> uh, turkey was not a part of Thanksgiving uh, initially. They pretty much said right. that. Correct. It was most likely venison or uh, some other sort of fowl. Wasn't there another? There was fowl. And actually, at the time, uh, if you talked to a Puritan about turkey, it, they would have that, that actually characterized any kind of fowl. Oh, okay. So even if they did use the word turkey, which they didn't, right. it could mean anything. But there probably were like ducks and geese on the table. Right. And we know there was also cranberry, too. Yeah, which is one thing that still holds true today, Yeah, which is nice. But go ahead with the turkey, Chuck. Well, turkey was not a part back then, but it very much is now. Uh, 90% of Americans now eat Thanksgiving on turkey. And I would imagine the 10% who don't, a lot of those are probably vegetarian. I can't imagine you would choose another meat if you're not a vegetarian other than turkey. Yeah. Yeah, so, you'd have to be some sort of communist. Yeah, if we have listeners out there who do, who are not vegetarian and who opt for steak on Thanksgiving, I'd love to hear from you. Yes. That'd be very cool. But uh, tofurkey is what the vegetarians uh, prefer because they like to keep it real, keep it traditional. Does anyone really prefer tofurkey or is it done out of some sort of obligation, do you think? Uh, like I said, I think it's trying to keep up with the tradition while still maintaining the, the ethics that uh, the vegetarians hold, hold Understood. Yeah. Understood. That's, my, that's my guess. Understood. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Hey, everybody. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. That's right. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or you can check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail dominant 
intimidating power and captivating style, the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota Dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And I think we should talk about football. Wait, hold on. Oh, I've wait. got more on turkey. Okay. First of all, um, we're expected to eat 46 million turkeys this year for Thanksgiving alone. Wow. 700 million pounds. That's a lot of turkey. And while we're still on uh, the topic of turkey, can I tell you one more thing? Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, you know how tryptophan makes you sleepy? Yes. That's not the case. Tryptophan, you should explain, is a chemical in turkey, correct? Mm-hmm. That, that supposedly makes you sleepy. Right. And actually, it does encourage the production of serotonin, mm-hmm. which is a calming agent on the nervous system. Right. The problem is, is tryptophan is effective pretty much only on an empty stomach. Right. Okay, so they've said, well, what is it about the, the turkey that makes you sleepy? It's not the turkey alone. It's actually the meal. Right. Okay, the average Thanksgiving, the serving, this mm-hmm. isn't like the whole spread. Right. Oh, this boy. is what you or I are going to sit down and eat. Oh, no. The average meal has 3,000 calories. Wow. And 229 grams of fat. Wow. I looked it up, my friend. That's the equivalent of six Big Macs. I was going to say, I bet you're going to put it in Big Mac terms. Bi- uh, yeah. I knew that was Big coming. Big Mac is like, it should be a standard measure. Wow, seven Big Macs, huh? Six. Six. Yeah. It's actually, calorie-wise, it's about five Big Macs. Fat-gram-wise, it's about six Big Macs. Wow. Um, that so, would make me sleepy if I ate six Big Macs. Exactly. The digestion. Chuck, you and I, we know and love the fight-or-flight response, right? Sure. Do you remember when, when, when you're faced with danger, digestion stops and yeah. everything? Well, this is the exact opposite. Right. Everything else slows down so your stomach can be like, oh, I have to get rid of this. Right. Because it's a carb-heavy meal. Right. And actually, with that, with 3,000 calories and 229 fat grams, mm-hmm. we would have to run at a moderate pace for four straight hours to burn that off. And we don't do that. No, we don't. Instead, as Chuck was saying, we watch football. football, Yes. Even people who don't like football many times will watch football on Thanksgiving for the tradition of it. I love football. I love the NFL. I love the Atlanta Falcons. I'll just go ahead and say that. I'm more a college football guy myself, but yes, I know. That's fine. I like that too. But uh, yeah, that started in uh, 1934. The Detroit Lions played the Chicago Bears and lost. In 1934. And yeah, but they lost, it was the Lions' first year. Sure. The Bears were the national champs. Yeah. And they only lost 13 to 16. So it's a pretty good showing for a first year club. Right. They only lost by three points. And, uh, save seven years from 39 to 44, they did not play football. And I believe it probably had something to do with World War II. I didn't look it up. Yeah, probably. But I doubt if that's coincidence. You know, uh, I have a theory about the Lions, actually. I think that they can never pull together a truly decent team because there's so many players out there who don't want to play on Thanksgiving and don't want to play on Christmas. Wow. The Lions have to play on both days almost every year. Robbing their families of fun. Exactly. Uh, And the Cowboys are the other team that traditionally plays, and they started that tradition in 1966. They were Johnny-come-lately. Johnny-come-latelys. And... uh, a couple of more things here. Uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is—is mm-hmm. is, I don't I don't watch it, which is um, I'm just not a big parade guy. But if you're ever in New York City, here's a little tip: around Thanksgiving, one thing that's really fun to do. My wife and I did it one year. Is to go the day before the Thanksgiving Day Parade and uh, watch the uh, the uh, balloons being blown up. Oh, cool! You can just walk around Central Park. 
they're out there, got the streets closed down, they're blowing up, you know, you see Kermit on the ground, they're blowing them up, and there's just kids everywhere and parents everywhere, and uh, it's a delight. And it's not the, just the mob scene of the actual parade. I think it's a lot more fun, and that's Chuck's recommendation for New York City. Yeah, and I've learned over time that um, following Chuck around can yield some pretty cool adventures. You <laughs> could see Thanksgiving Day parade balloons being blown up. You might run into Tony Shalhoub. Sure. You could find a severed head in a bucket. There's all sorts of crazy stuff that yeah. happens when Chuck. I sound around. much more interesting when I start naming these things out loud. Yeah. So, Chuck, you, you got anything else? Uh, no, that's it. It's my favorite. I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving this year. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Remember, with the stuffed turkey that's 22 to 24 minutes per pound at 325, Right. if you don't go to the trouble of stuffing your, your turkey, just uh, knock that down to 18 to 20 minutes per pound right. at the same temperature. Or you could just forego all that and sit down to a plate of uh, six Big Macs. Yeah, same result, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, until then, uh, happy Thanksgiving. And remember the reason for the season is to uh, give thanks for things you have in your life. You know, it's a busy day. There's football. There's food. There's fun. Take a short time. Reflect on things. And don't forget about the vanquished. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you'll have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply.